I love SMBC because I've been a member here for over 20 years, and Pastor brings a word every Sunday. Ministry here is for the entire being. Uh, I love the way it touches the mind, the body, and the soul. Uh, we have women's ministries. Welcome to our world. I've gone to several churches before, and the truth that Pastor preaches about the word, his leadership, and his vision is just pure. Welcome to our world. What keeps me coming back to St. Matthews is the youth program that continuously put effort into the young into the young mentors. Welcome to our world. Bienvenidos a nuestro mundo.
worship you with our whole heart. And Lord, just watch over and keep us and bless this service. Bless us. Everyone who's participating from Pastor Gordon, Sister Gordon, from the musicians to the choir and the ministers. Lord, just have your way. I ask that the Holy Spirit just search every heart that's here. And Lord, we're just going to give you glory, a mighty praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's worship him. Yeah. 
shall continually be in our mouth. Hallelujah. worship you, Lord. We worship you. We worship you. And now we're going to lift your name on high. We're going to continue to give you all the praise, Lord. All the honor and all the glory. Why don't you stand to your feet and join us? This isn't a new one. The oldie, the goodie makes it a little different the way we're doing it. But join us. We lift your name on high, Lord, because your name is above all names. In the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that you alone, Lord, are God. To the glory of God the Father, you are Jesus. And in your name there is peace.
What a mighty God we serve. Jesus is the Christ, Son of the living God. We lift up his magnificent and wonderful name. Bless his name. He's the Son of God. He's the Son of glory. And he's soon to return. Jesus is in total control. Jesus is my strength in the midst of my struggle. He's my comfort in the midst of my crisis. Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me in my father's house. There are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. A prepared place for prepared people. Can I get a witness? And a prepared praise. We are praising him. Hallelujah. This Sunday morning, Jesus is Lord. He woke us up this morning. He started us on our way. He watched over us all day as we slept and slumbered. Praise his name. I will bless the Lord at all. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, Lamb of God. Oh, Lord, you are our help in the time of trouble. Though the earth be removed, though the mountains be cast into the midst of the sea, though the waters roar, there is a stream that shall make glad the city of God. Be still and know that I'm God. Jesus has all things in his hands. He's worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Glory, glory, glory to his holy everlasting name. You may be seated. We're going to have scripture. We're going to have prayer. And we'll come back to church. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Our scripture today is found in Philippians chapter 4. Verse 8 and 9. That is Philippians 4. Verse 8 and 9. May the word of God bless you. If you have it, say amen. amen. Verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, Whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. 
those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, do. And the God of peace shall be with you. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his word. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we come to you this morning, first of all, to thank you for who you are and what you've done, Father. There's no other God like you in all the world. You are the only one. And Father, we praise you. We thank you for this day. We just pray for this congregation that's here, Father. If there be one amongst us here that's not sure of their salvation, Father, may the today be the day that they come forth. And Father, we just pray for this nation as a whole. Father, we've seen tragedies over the last two weeks, Father. We need healing. We need you, Lord, because only you can heal this land. The hatred and, the, and this, the animosity and the crime that's in this country is just unspeakable, Lord. We pray for the victims. We pray for the families, Father. We pray, Lord, that they can have comfort. And most of all, if they don't know you, they would turn to you in this time of need, Father. Oh, Lord, we pray for those in this nation that are incarcerated, that don't have the knowledge of Jesus Christ, Father. We just pray that this could be their time, that they would sit with the Bible in their cell, Father, and come to know you. And we know it's happened many times, Lord. We just pray for it. And, Father, we thank you for this day. We pray for our pastor, for, the, for his family, Father, for Sister Gordon, the loss of her mother. We just thank you, Lord. Pray that you would protect him from the evil one because we know that he would desire nothing better than to bring our pastor down to influence this congregation for evil, Father. And we don't want that, Lord. We love you, Lord Jesus. And in the words of John, even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Amen.
Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. Praise the matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we come this morning, this beautiful morning, to lift up his holy and everlasting name. Praise the name of Jesus. I was watching a war picture yesterday, and they sent this uh, platoon in to blow up a bridge. And the key to the picture was none of them were coming back. Sometimes God's plan is not to always rescue you. Oh, Lord. Sometimes we have to pay a price. Can I get a witness? And uh, I want to I say that our nation is in a sad, sad way. Nineteen children slaughtered. But listen, the Lord is still in control. And no one's getting away with anything. Everything is being recorded. And you just be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole arm of God. And we pray for those families that have lost loved ones. We pray. Amen. And uh, I'm, I'm uh, really touched by the damage that's going on in this nation and around the world, Ukrainian and others. Amen. And I know, and I don't want to become controversial, but the SWAT team that got there stood outside an hour. And we have we have guards here with guns. They will not stand an hour. They will not stand an hour. No, they won't. Praise the name of Jesus. And uh, thank the Lord from whom all. But we're trusting Jesus. And Jesus alone, it's a sick, sick, sick world. And it's right on schedule for judgment. Can I get a witness? So we want to say that. Praise the name of Jesus. And, uh. Uh, Lord is good. All right, now it's offering time. And God loves a cheerful giver. You can't be God-given no matter how you try. We're taking the one offering, our tithes. Remember, the Lord is good. We're rejoicing in the God of our salvation. Choir will come and sing. Church, say amen.
Hallelujah. Church, amen. What a mighty God we serve. Thank you for your sincere presence on the Lord's Day. Let's stand for offertory. All things come of the O Lord.
How excellent is thy name. to be worshipped. You are worthy to be exalted. Jesus, your King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And we thank you. We pray that you would forgive us of our sins and bind Satan in the name of Jesus. That you would loose love among us. Bless your word today. Bless every family in the sound of my voice. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Church, amen. Church, amen again. Glory to God. We are thankful for his lordship. Thankful for his goodness, his mercy, and grace. In the coming weeks, I'm going to be doing a mini-series on grace. And grace will hit everybody. We're called by grace. We're covered in grace. Amen. God uses grace to reach those of us that are not worthy and know it. Some people say it, don't believe it. We're filth. We're worms. We're no good. And God has pardoned us through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Praise God. Today, for a few moments, I'm going to be in Philippians chapter 4, verses 8 and 9. You, it was read in your hearing. You can open your Bibles. Philippians chapter 4, verses 8 and 9. Again, I want to thank you for your gracefulness. It's only a test. Christ-led curriculum. Tests are designed to bring about a recall of something that was shared, a requirement, um, an ongoing process of information. And these tests are building blocks for an application of our learning. There's something God wants you and I to learn. An appropriation of our living And an advantage to our labors 
wants you and I to be approved through these tests. That is, as we go on, as we grow, as we live, these tests are designed to disciple, discipline, give direction. And these tests are never over until we leave here to see Jesus. Amen. These these tests have to do with your faith, your focus, your freedom, your failures, and your fractures. God tested Israel in the wilderness when he changed their diet when he led them by cloud by day, pillar fire by night, they were being tested. And all of these tests were designed so that they would learn, listen to pastor, to fully depend on him. He let them get thirsty and brought water out of a rock. He let them get hungry and brought manna from heaven. They were led by a cloud by day and a pillar fire by night. Now let me stop pausing part because Israel didn't like depending on God for every little thing. And sometimes we are so cocky, we tell God, I got this. You, you, you don't have anything. Without him, nothing. And in Christ, when you fail a test, you take it over. Do I have a witness? Because there's no failures in Christ. Here in Philippians chapter 4, one of the powerful books of the Apostle Paul. Now let me say this. It's a prison epistle, meaning physically Paul was in prison. Physically he was in prison. Spiritually he made himself a prisoner of Jesus. He was in prison Preaching about peace. Let that one soak in. Um, we can be prisoners of our mind, prisoners of our uh, hearts, history, hurts. We, Paul was writing to this church at Philippi. And, and you know the story of Philippi, Acts 16, the historicity of the church, where Paul, Silas, and Timothy were on their way, another way in the spirit, forbade them to go into Europe and stopped them. And he saw a vision of a man from Macedonia saying, come over and help us. And Paul followed the vision and in a moment, twinkling of an eye, got in trouble. Sometimes God's will is not to make your life trouble free. Sometimes God's will is to lead you Come on, say into trouble yeah. so he can prove that he's a trouble breaker. Do I have a witness? And, and, and it's here in, in Philippians chapter 4, the secure mind, the secure mind, the mind and the product of peace is mentioned here. Now let me stop Paulson Park and give you a little synopsis of peace. And pay attention to the prepositions. The peace with God, Romans 5, 
means the war is over. That's when God called you out of darkness, translated you into the marvelous light. Now you have peace with God. You're no longer enemies of God. Can I get a witness? You can't have the peace of God till you had the peace with God. Are y'all with me? And then Philippians chapter 4 deals with the peace of God. Amen. A peace that calms my conflict. Yeah. And we need to be calm in our conflict. And so one of the things that Paul begins to do here, Paul begins in a very practical way, like a test, some tests are cumulative, meaning, amen, you've had pieces of this before, and he's building on what you already had. Are y'all with me? And some are custom made. Turn to your neighbor and say custom made. This bud's for you. And I ain't talking about beer. The bud I'm talking about is Aaron's rod that budded. It was dead. It came to life. God wants to test us. And, and, and let me stop pausing part because as you grow in Christ, there are things that God keeps bringing back up for you to overcome our feelings, our fractures, all that stuff is in place. Amen? And, 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 and so when we, when we hear about this peace, this product of peace, everything in Philippians 4 has to be in place before there is authentic peace. Yeah, no placement, no peace. Peace, peace, peace. Your peace is not in your phone. Your peace is not in your bank account. Your peace is not what the doctor said. Your peace is in Jesus. Do I have a witness? And so Paul opens up this chapter, and we've been here before. We see the tests of God's word. It is to repair relationships. My God. Mm. It is to repair relationships. Two, two ladies who work for Paul, follow Paul, Udio and Sinchini. They kept struggling with each other. And Paul says to these two ladies, learn to agree. Now let me stop. We, the word agree in the Greek means to put somebody else first. The repairing of our relationships is to forgive. Now, it's not as simple as you think it is. There are people that have problems with you and me, and you never did anything to them. From their perspective, from their mindset, they're jealous, they're envious. 
They, they want you to fail. They don't want you to be above them. Yeah. People got problems. I had a member come to me years, about 25 years ago. He said, I don't like you, and I don't know why. So I told him, I said, so here's what I told him, being from South Philly, that's your problem. I ain't losing no sleep over that. You mad in your mind. You don't even know me. So the whole thing is that we think everybody ought to be how we think they ought to be. I'm different from you. I'm military, I'm, I'm disciplined, I'm strategic in my planning, I'm going to cover my backside, I'm going to make sure everything is going right, or, or you're going to, you know, skip out. I ain't fun with that. You know, the praise team's up here and they do a great, let's give our choir a hand clap. <laughs> Amen. They do a great job, love you. But at two minutes to nine, I stood up, because we punctual. Can I get a witness? You say, well, the Holy Ghost got hold of me. Let him get hold of you in the parking lot. <laughs> and you can stay out there all day. And that's that military mind that uh, I want order and excellence. I, that goes for me, accountability. We, we got to do stuff right. Can I get a witness? Yeah. Some of them other denominations say if it's all night, it's all right. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. I just think we too structured. Well, God bless you. Turn the television off at home and sit on your couch and just go like this all day. <laughs> Praise the Lord. We love you. But he says to these two ladies, learn to agree. Forgive one another. Now, forgiveness is deep. Stuff has happened to us years ago. That keep agitating us. Your anger, your agitation, your, your, your adversarial mindset. Somebody ticked you off, probably close to you. Because folk that are not close to you can only bother you so much. You can get rid of them. We got to learn to forgive. Release that person. And then you got to release yourself. You got to forgive yourself. If a brother and sister have all against each other, come one to another and release them. Now, biblically, the one that's struggling is the one that needs to go. You know, praise the name of Jesus. And 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 once somebody said, "I'm sorry," you you got to release them. God release you. Why is forgiveness and forbearance so difficult? Because it is a deep-rooted bitterness we want to hold on to. It's a rationale why I can't love you as Christ loved the church. Inevitably, we're going to take each other off. Inevitably. Mm. My God. He says, first, if you want to have peace, you got to release 
you got to forgive folks. You, you got to forgive your husband, your wife, your children, yourself. You got you to gotta learn to forgive. I forget, but I won't forget. Well, God bless you. You, you, you got to learn to be honest with God and say, my husband did something to me 25 years ago and it still bothers me. Oh, I'm going to preach that. Told you at the home going, I married the angry one. <laughs> Love of the death. In the name of Jesus. But the fact of the matter is, we gotta learn to forgive. Okay, they made a mistake, they blew it, they didn't do everything I was looking for them to do. Now in the sight of God, let me release and you cannot release another unless. You have an attitude of humility. The fact that you have no humility, you're not letting anybody go. You're not letting them go. Humility, harmony, and a sense of healing. Husbands, be not bitter, Peter said, against your wives, lest your prayers be hindered. So there's a test. Oh, God. Mm. That God places on us a test of his word to repair relationships. Now let me tell you why I know I'm saved. Because in the world, I didn't care about no relationship. Cuss you out in a heartbeat and keep going. You don't like me tough. Boom. That's, that's the way I was, and, and I really didn't care. But when I got saved, God broke my heart. God broke my heart and said, no, 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 no. You got to forgive your enemies. You got to forgive your friends. You got to forgive your family. You got to forgive others that have fractures. You got to forgive them. Let it, release them. Let them go. Or else I will not forgive you. Is that the word? Yeah. Mm. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. How you doing on this test? Is there somebody in your life you need to forgive? Now, forgiveness is not because they did something against you. Forgiveness is even extending because they don't think the way you think. It could be your children. You're saying, I tried to talk to them, they're ignorant. Well, somebody tried to talk to you too. And see, pride makes you right. Isn't that right? Pride makes you right. Hmm. My God. The test of God's word. Release. Release. But the second test mentioned in Philippians 4, if we're going to get to the product of peace, 
is rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always and again I say rejoice. Now, let me, let me, let me, this rejoicing has nothing to do with your circumstances. This rejoicing is rejoicing in the Lord for his greatness, his graciousness, his giving. Regardless of what's going on in my life, I need to learn to rejoice in the Lord. And in the power, power of his might. Yeah, it, 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 is, it is me rejoicing in Jesus. All hell could be breaking out of my life. Marriage could be on the rocks. Kids could be wayward. Money's funny. Health is messed up. But God says you need to rejoice. Rejoice in me. Don't rejoice when you just get blessed. Rejoice in me. of rejoicing. 35 years. I've seen people here in the sanctuary. I've never seen them wave their hand. Never seen them stand. Never seen them shout. Never seen them publicly thank God. Never. They they think just because they come to church it's accepted. You better understand that God has done stuff for you you don't even know about. Can I get a witness? You, you have no idea. You don't even know about. Through many dangers, talls and snares, I've already come. Lord, I'm going to bless your name. If nobody else in St. Matthew's blesses the name of Jesus, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to lift up my hands. I'm going to look to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. I wish I had a witness out there. He that keepeth Israel will never slumber nor sleep. The Lord is. Hallelujah. He's my joy. Thank you, Lord. Them old folk used to say, if you don't do another thing for me, you've done enough already. You snatched me out of hell with smoke still in my garments. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? Your kids might be doing good this morning. Do I have a witness? Your marriage might be doing good this morning. Your finances might be intact this morning. But in a moment, in a twinkling, God can allow stuff to get turned upside down. Just ask the patriarch Joe. Can I get
get a witness? One moment he was fine. The next moment he was fractured. Lost 10 children all at once. His wife said, why don't you just curse God and God and die? He said, woman, you foolish. The Lord, he went into a worship mode. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Bless it. Be the name of the Lord. Let me tell you something I learned from the book of Job. Every morning I pray, my kids are grown and gone, but every morning I pray, I say, Lord, if they have sinned, forgive them. Didn't Job pray that? Hallelujah. You are interceding on their behalf. You're covering them in prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Test of his word, test of his wisdom, test of his will. This test of recognition. And Paul says that we ought to gracefully thank God because the Lord is at hand. You better know the Lord is at hand. He's at hand. That means he's at hand with our prayers. He's at hand, yeah, with his patience, our perseverance. The Lord is at hand. You know, the more I sit back and reflect, and and when, when I'm reflecting on my life to them great military people out there, I'm astounded how I came through. I should be dead. I'm, I'm just, I'm just messed up how God's goodness, His grace. Do, do you know there's people going to hell to live better than you? His his grace. Paul, Paul talks about these tests and, 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 and the Lord is at hand. He's at hand. I try to prioritize him and do right by him and anybody that works here or in ministry, they got to be right, man. But we're going to boot their butt out of here. I ain't fooling with that. Why? Because our purpose is for him to be glorified. And we gotta we gotta do the right thing. You ain't gotta say amen. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And that's why our church is so blessed. You can talk about me. All you want proof is in the pudding. I I don't fool with that. I don't fool with that. When I play baseball, I come to the plate. My dad called me a hot dog. I come to the plate. Look at the pitch and go just like this. He's getting ready to go out of here, Doc. It's God. It's God, man. It's God. God doesn't owe us anything. He's gracious. He's sovereign. 
He's self-glorifying. Do I have a witness? That, that is that, that when we look at this cumulative exam, and it is cumulative, that God teaches us how to walk, how to talk, how to live, how to be grateful. Can I get a witness? How to tithe, how to be faithful. God, God does all of these things uh, to our lives. And then we see the test of God's watch. Don't worry about anything. Now, how do you do that? How do you do that? I got two kids in California. I'm worried. I'm, I'm praying all the time. How do you? God says, well, when you were around the world, I brought you home safely. And there was stuff you did your parents never knew. Oh, Lord. The church never knew. Sister Gordon never knew. I guess she'll ask when I get home. <laughs> this, this stuff, Lord have mercy. Stuff the Lord brought us through. Can I get a witness? He bought, he bought us through. He bought us. Look, 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 look at the prepositional directions. He bought us from. He bought us out. He took us in. And do I have a witness? So, so many things that God did in spite of us. I, I don't like self-righteous people. I, you know, I, I don't want to always get up here and talk about my past sins, but some of y'all act like... You never did anything. And they're the biggest devils living. Because they want to hide the hatred. They want to hide the mess. You ain't got to tell everything. But once in a while, tell something. Thank you, Jesus. Why well, I love Brother Hopkins, Sister Hopkins, because they teach a marriage class, and half the class of them telling on each other. <laughs> and other people are blessed. I told Leroy one time, Reverend Leroy McNair, I said, I said, Leroy, uh, you know, I, I pay close attention. I said, you know, you're a great man, you're a godly man, but you never touch base with where God brought you from. Why did I do that? <laughs> the next time he got up, he said, I was in the drugs, and I was in the sex, and I was in the this. I said, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> Don't tell it all. The glory that God gets is not you protecting your reputation. The glory that God gets is for you to let others know where he bought you from. I've been young, now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor a seed begging bread. Thank you, Jesus.
Thank you, Jesus. You brought me from a mighty long way. Can I get a witness? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You've been so good to me. You've been better to me than I am to myself. You blinked at my sin. Thank you, Jesus. You pulled me in in spite of me. Thank you, Jesus. There's none righteous, no, not one. You're worthy. Worthy. You're worthy. To be praised. You're worthy. You're worthy. You're worthy. My 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 oldest brother was a gang leader. And People that knew him when he was growing up, junior high school, he was a clean-cut yak. People that just dressed nice, and he got into the gangs. And when I became pastor, now he grew up in church, because he had to go to church every Sunday. I grew up in church. I confronted him about his soul. And he sat before me and cried like a baby. He said, I did a lot of wrong. And I'm sorry. I led him to Christ. He started reading his Bible. He started going to church. Started going to the men's retreat. He said, I love this. Listen to me. You got to confront your loved ones that are obviously on their way to hell. You got to tell them the good news of Jesus Christ. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and you got to keep on praying. Can I get up? You got to keep on praying. You can't pray one time. You just got to keep on praying. Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. But finally, we, we see the test of wealth. Oh, God. What a word. What a word. Paul says, finally, brethren. In other words, this is your final. Now, how many of y'all took finals? Finals typically are cumulative, right? Right? I I didn't, you know, when it came time for finals, I crammed six hours of study. And when you cram, you don't retain the material. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? You don't retain it. You're just trying to get through the test. <laughs> That's another sermon. But I, I would cram six hours and get a B or A plus, A, A minus on the exam, but that cramming did not reflect what I really was living. The, the cumulative final. He said, finally, my brethren. Now, I want you to see this wealth that Paul begins to talk about here in Philippians Chapter 4, verse 8 9, he says, Amen. Uh, he, he uses these words that are mind boggling. Whatsoever things are true. Now, 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 let me stop pausing for Some of us got so much falsehood, we don't know what truth is. 
If you want the peace of God, you've got to take the test on what's true. Can I get a witness? What, what, whatsoever things are true, now the truth may be against you. Maybe you living in falsehood. Hmm. Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are noble, it's principle base. I haven't always had, I, I was raised with principles, I ain't always had principles. I live for pleasure. I lived out of pride. Are y'all, are y'all hearing me? I know y'all from Jersey. I'm from Philly. <laughs> South Philly. We were the best dressers in the city. Don't let nobody fool you. Don't, no, no, Mount Airy, my behind. Don't let nobody fool you. <laughs> Philly, best dressers, best fighters, best dancers were in South Philly. Uh, you, you get mad all you want. They, South Philly, South Philly. Listen, listen. New Orleans. Lord, have mercy. Uh, the fact of the matter is, I used to get excited to be clean. You come to South Philadelphia High, them boys was clean, Doc. Them gangs was clean. They was clean, you know. Like folk, some folk from Florida got green socks and yellow pants and <laughs> pink top. Ones from California weren't no different. New York, Philly, D.C., and Baltimore were the cleanest in the country. That Northeast corridor, you, you get mad all you want. I know what I'm talking about. Oh, Lord. I went up to New York one time. I had my little brim on. God said, you got to be from Philly. I, I won't go into Philly. Philly. And I'm getting old because I remember we could leave our screen doors open in the summertime. You leave them open now if you want to. They'll take your bed out with you laying on it. Lord have mercy. Hey, you know, you know, in fact. I I left South Philly in '68 and goodbye. But but the fact of the matter is, is that uh whatsoever is true, whatsoever is principle based. I had to learn integrity and principles to pastor this church. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because folks start assuming that you're doing things you ain't doing. Can I get a witness? Oh, Lord, leave that one alone. He said, whatsoever is true, whatsoever is noble, whatsoever is just. God loves just people. Just. He he said, whatsoever, (laughs) uh, Lord, help me get out your way. Y'all getting quieter and quieter. True, noble, just Amen. And, and, and he says, pure. Now, God knows I wasn't pure. I'm, I'm still not fully pure. Dan, are you pure? Don't answer. 
As long as we got this flesh nature, it's hard to be pure. Do I have a witness? Pure. Lovely. How many people going to look at you and say, you're just a lovely person? Don't answer. Good. Intrinsically good. Can you pass this final? And Paul says, meditate on these things. Now listen to this. I'm closing. If you want peace, the product of peace, you got to live out all these things. But once you meditate on these things, and the God of peace. Well, what's the difference between the peace of God and the God of peace? The peace of God is God calming your conflict. The God of peace is God programming promises to promote you in spite of your problems. It's his presence. I want to be in God's presence. I want a sense of his presence. I want a sense of his peace. I want a sense of his power. Can you pass this final? I can't ace this final. I'm working on it, but I can't ace it. Why? Because the minute you get on my nerves, I'm liable to say something Jesus wouldn't say. Do I have a witness up in here? The minute you threaten me or the minute you say something bad about me and my feelings get hurt and my faults and my fractures and my failures, uh, all of them start kicking in. I don't know what might come out. But I'm working on this final. I got to repair my relationships. I got to rejoice in spite of what I'm going through. Lord, have mercy. I got to recognize his lordship always. And here's the wealth. Finally, my brethren, I was in 12th grade, South Philadelphia High, 1968, before I went to the military. I got a B plus in calculus, sine, cosine, tangent. You had to have trigonometry to learn calculus. You had to have algebra to learn trigonometry. So when I got my report card, I got a, I got a B plus in calculus. And somebody said, how'd you get that? I said, the teacher liked me. <laughs> now, now, now you laughing. Some of y'all went to college. The teacher liked you. You didn't earn what you think you earned. God has been gracious. God is good. God is great. Christ-led curriculum. And every day, God is retesting me on my walk, my wisdom, his word, and his will. Can you pass the Let's start on the first one today. Repair your relationships. Forgive and forbear. There's somebody in your life you need to release. 
Who are you to hold somebody accountable? Let's stay on our feet this morning. As every head is bowed, every eye is closed. If you're here this morning, you want to be saved. You must be born again or you're going to hell. I'm, I'm, I'm a preacher of truth. Jesus is the Son of God, God the Son. He died for your sins and buried and rose again the third day with all power in his hands. And you must repent and ask God to come into your life, forgiving you. If you want to be saved, raise your hand. Is there one? We'd love to have you. Is there one? This is the moment of truth. Or you want to join the Church of Christian Experience. Is there one? We've had eight in the last two weeks. Is there one? Is there one? If your hand is raised, come on up here. Come on up here. The Lord is good. Come on up here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Stand right here. Praise the Lord. Oh, my goodness. This is great. Oh, is there another? Balcony? Come on down. Praise Jesus. Come on now. Jesus said, if I be lifted up from the earth, I'll draw them in unto me. Is there another? Is there another? We're going to wait on you. Satan's a liar. He's telling you not to go. You need to come out in the name of Jesus. Come on out. Come on out. Come on out. Step out on faith. The Lord will bless you. Once you're saved, you're saved. But you must be born again. Is there another? Father, we thank you for your lordship. Thank you for these souls that have come forth. Thank you for our church, which is a soul-saving station. And God, we pray that you would help us to pass these critical tests to repair our relationships, to rejoice in you, to recognize your lordship. And then finally, Lord, that you would help us to walk in your recommendation of being just, lovely, true. Change us, God, from the inside out. We thank you for what you have done, what you're doing right now. We are wrong and you are right. We are weak and you are strong. We are faithless, but you are faithful. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hold it. because I've been a member here for over 20 years and pastor brings a word every Sunday. Ministry here is for the entire being. Uh, I love the way it touches the mind, the body, and the soul. Uh, we have women's ministries. Welcome to our world. I've gone to several churches before 
and the truth that Pastor preaches about the word, his leadership and his vision is just pure. Welcome to our world. We'll keep you coming back to St. Matthews is the youth program that continuously put effort into the young into the young mentors. Welcome to our world. Bienvenidos a nuestro mundo.